Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. Okay, guys, we are back, and it is episode 16. One, six. Exciting stuff. After one, five. Yeah, you can count. Anyways, so so a topic that uh, we've talked about amongst ourselves is Mm -hmm. specializing in sports, Mm -hmm. right? And, And not just, like, are we specializing in sports? It's are you, as an athlete or as a kid, are you guys specializing at too early of an age that can be harmful to you. Or are you a parent trying to get your kid to specialize in a sport? That too. Right? Yeah, yeah. And so that is the question. Mm-hmm. Edwin, so, what do you think? What do I think about athlete specialization? Well, as a youth, right, all the research points to if they specialize in a sport, they are more likely to get injured? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, you know, I've come across many, many parents and, you know, they get their kids and these kids are either high school, middle school, I mean, even all the way down to elementary, preschool, but they're always trying to get their kid. I was like, oh, my kid is going to be good at volleyball or basketball. And what they're trying to do is just get their kid to play that one sport for the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. Right. But then at the end of the day, this kid ends up having more issues right like they come to therapy to me like over and over throughout the years throughout their like teenage years because they're only playing one sport and so i mean i've gotten to the point to where i go and i've had to stick up for a kid because their mom is like if you can walk you're gonna play you know and yeah like it's crazy and you know they're they're putting sometimes their kids through this you know all, all this activity and at the end for what like, I get it. Like, you're trying to get them good at a sport. Maybe they'll play in college. Maybe they'll get a scholarship. Right. But at the end of the day, it's also their health. 100%. 100%, right? And so, um, you know, really everything points that if you have uh, an athlete or a youth athlete play the same sport year-round, you know, they're growing. They're at the, age, at the stages in life where they're developing. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're trying to make them specialize in one sport, they are very likely to get injured. Why? We'll use the same reference or the same um, example as we did with running, right? We said, like, if you go for a run and you have the same terrain over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. like you go run on asphalt, you're going to have probably a higher likelihood of injury because every step is identical. Every step is identically the same. They're not exploring other movements. Without exploring other movements. So then... And then once you go out for a run and you go run on sand, you go run out in the hills, you go, you know, then at that point, you, your body is acclimating to different movements and you are less likely to get injured. Same thing with an athlete that's growing up. If they're growing up, have them, you know, go through every type of sport, whether it be baseball and then baseball season ends and it's the summer, then they go lift weights during the summer, they get ready for football and then they, you know, they play basketball. Then when they're in those you know, adolescent years and then they only want to play one sport, okay, play that one sport, but you know, do everything else in the off season that doesn't that helps you with that sport but doesn't 
like have you be in the sport all year yeah yeah right? i agree you know when you mention the the you know you're, you're mentioning adolescent and like time yeah. frames mm-hmm. so a question that comes to my mind is when would you suggest for a kid to specialize uh, i mean i would say maybe 17 18 yeah i would go a little younger mm-hmm. um i've been, if we're referencing research, a mm-hmm. lot of the research has been supporting around junior, sophomore, junior okay. year. Yeah. So you're not far off. Yeah, um, so I was a year off. Thanks. Yeah, you were we're way off. A year, Anyways, a year. so it's it's <laughs> recommended around uh, June, sophomore to junior year yeah. to start picking a sport that you mm-hmm. want to dedicate your time to. Mm-hmm. You know, I was blessed. You know, from a personal standpoint, I was blessed to be around great coaches that are like, you, you know, my, my love is basketball, mm-hmm. and all I want to do is basketball. They're like, wait a minute, you should do cross country to help build up your endurance. Yeah. Right. And then you should do um, track because it can help build up your speed. Yeah. You should do softball because it can work on your quick reaction. All of these um, other sports were tools or vehicles for me to succeed in the one sport I love. Mm -hmm. Right. So I use that as a stepping. I used my tools to become a better athlete all around. Mm -hmm. Right. Was injury. Did I prevent injury? Was I overworked? Uh, those are questions that, you know, I think about or I reflect on, but I think that my body was well-rounded and became a, a, a well-rounded athlete because of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you yourself, you know, we can't say that, okay, these things cause, you know, lead to injury prevention based on like you, you tore your ACL, but at the end of the day, you played in the collegiate level. Exactly. Right. So um, and you play different sports, but you went towards basketball. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be injury-free when, when you don't specialize in the sport, but it makes you more likely to succeed. I think that's a great way to put it. Mm-hmm. The better, I mean, you're just talking about, let's just talk about approaching life in general. Yeah. If you are uncoordinated, right? That's the word, uncoordinated? Yeah, uncoordinated. Okay. I was thinking of incoordinated. Anyways, um, if you, you know, if you don't have the coordination to, I don't know, let's say you're out at a party and you, you don't, you don't have to be the best dancer, but if you want to go and have a good time, not necessarily, I'm not saying if you're an athlete, you're going to have all the moves, mm-hmm. but what I'm saying is you might be able to move better than someone who doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just talk about general life activities. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then when you start referencing the higher level athletes that let, let's talk about, you know, I'm going to use this example of this one athlete I got to work or I was able to work with a D1 soccer player, I believe. Yeah. And she ended up getting, she was recruited for soccer initially, if I remember how the story goes, Mm -hmm. but then she ended up trying, one of the coaches from the same university, D1, approached her and said, hey, you should try hammer throw. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, they would, the soccer on, in off season would go do other, like they were encouraged to do other sports. Yeah. And at first I was like, man, that's kind of scary because that's your scholarship. But mm-hmm. then, you know, I, I guess it makes sense. So she went to go try it and ended up being really good at yeah. it and stuck with it. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's, you know, you're talking about the higher level <laughs> athletes that are still, you know, um, dabbling in other sports yeah. in, in, in a quote-unquote safe manner. You can injure yourself stepping down a curve, yeah, right? That's like, a lot of the complaints or mm-hmm. valid concerns that these uh, these parents that are having these athletes specialize in in, mm-hmm. in one sport only. You know, my kid's going to get hurt if they do something else. Yeah. Well, they're going to get hurt. They're, they're gonna, here now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I was, I was thinking about my, my brother-in-law, and um, he he's actually going to go play college. Uh, soccer in college mm-hmm. but he was actually training with his brother my other brother-in-law he's a trainer for fc dallas very cool and so my younger brother-in-law that you know just graduated high school 
was, you know, from his junior to his senior year, he was at the FC Dallas Academy, but he was dealing with all these injuries. Right. Right. And, you know, all they do is play soccer year round. So, you know, his brother sent him to me so I could rehab him. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. The professional soccer team <laughs> sent, sent someone to me. Right. Because you would think they have everything there to rehab someone accordingly, but sometimes they don't. Right. Um, Which and is really so, cool, by the way. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was also my brother-in-law, so probably that's why. No one cares. <laughs> Just take that but, part out. But what I'm saying is, you know, all we did is looked at his movement mechanics Got him to lift weights, okay? And he, he wasn't lifting. He, w- he was lifting, but they only but like, do like no. light lifting, you know. Right. And you know, we we assessed his movement mechanics, squatting, all this stuff. And going into his senior year, he incorporated more lifting weights than just mm-hmm. going to play soccer. Like all he did when he went to high school was live, breathe soccer, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. if you're not in soccer season, you're gonna go play in leagues. If you're not playing in leagues, you're going for runs and doing all that. so everything's very soccer specific. So for going into his senior year. You know, he was hurting. He was very injured. I rehabbed him for about two months, and he went into his senior year better, but then he incorporated lifting weights throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, this kid was named, like, one of the best soccer players in El Paso. Dang. And El Paso's huge. Yeah. And so that goes to show you that, you know, not just specializing in the sport, but incorporating other aspects that get you better will will open more avenues. So now he's going to go, you know, he has the option to go play pro somewhere else or go to college but he wants to go to college first and then maybe see if he can go pro after yeah so you know you 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 think that by you know introducing your kids to other other things that they're going to get worse or they're going to retract in that sport or their progress in that sport Mm -hmm. but in reality it can make them better yes i mean everything you're saying it's like why didn't he do that to begin with exactly but you to know? us, it's common sense. Yeah, that's but, right. But to one, like, I remember growing up in high school, it was like, if I keep playing basketball, I will get better at basketball. You're right. right? You're right. Like, you too, you probably did that at some point. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm telling you. No, I, well, you didn't. Yeah, you no, I, I literally just said that. Yeah. I had coaches. But here, here again, my my coaches were, you know, I mean, you, I couldn't have asked for better coaches, if I'm being very genuine. <coughs> so I was lucky. Rude. I'm kidding. I was lucky in that sense. Mm-hmm. And even though, even though <coughs> I had those type of coaches on my um on my team so to speak i literally <coughs> oh, don't die on me please allergies 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 do you want a fit aid i'm gonna fit it <laughs> okay keep talking it. keep talking oh, rude so what i'm getting at is you know i i had the ability to work under coaches that cared and wanted me to succeed in all avenues and they knew that you know, doing by pursuing these different avenues, it would be in my best interest. And it worked out. It was in my favor until, you know, I had a non-contact injury and that's just the cards I was dealt. So do I feel what I have done, done, what I have done, done, what I have done things differently? Nah, you know, mm-hmm. I, was, I had a great experience. And yeah. so I feel like I was, in, I mean, I, I, I had some pretty cool accolades, you know, in, in I, th- I think I was a pretty decent athlete. And it wasn't just because I was naturally gifted, because Lord knows I had to work at it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm alluding to is I had this avenue, I had people who cared and invested in my future, and I personally felt that I was performing at my optimal level. Yeah. Right? And it may not have been pro level, but for me at the time, it was great. And mm-hmm. so I would want that for... Should I have children? I want it for them. Yeah. I think it's a good route to go. Okay. 
No, I, I, you know, and I think that's something that people need to know now is, you know, just any, anything that you can do that's not just one sport is, is better for your kid or better for you as an athlete. Um, I, I think it's very beneficial and all the research points to it. It does. It, there isn't, there hasn't been an article and, you know, research is very, very good at saying the research is inconclusive. We need further research. That's one thing that you can find consistent across the board. Or it's favorable to one side, but we still need more research. So, so I have a funny story. So, um, we have a. So I had that patient that was playing volleyball year round, mm-hmm. and her mom was like, you know, if she's if she can walk, if she's on the bench, she's gonna play. Like you know, like, <laughs> I was like oh my god, wow. So literally, this girl was always in so much pain that we couldn't do anything for rehab, mm-hmm. right? And her mom would not come back with her to the clinic. She would sit in the waiting room. But it was to a point that this kid was in so much pain that we literally, and she was so stressed out because of her parents or her mom, mm-hmm. that she would just lay, like, I would literally, like, because like, everything hurt. I couldn't do anything with her. I had to lay her down with heat, and we just had to talk. Like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. Fine? Like, you know, like, and, and that's what it comes down to sometimes. And some parents don't know that, you know, the stress that they're putting on their kids, you know. And I don't know if it's because parents are trying to live vicariously through their kids because they didn't achieve it. Or, or they're just, like, pushing their kids too much sure. for no reason. Um, anyways, it got to a point where I literally, like, did, got all the research articles. Oh, and nice. I, and I put them on a binder, mm-hmm. and I took them out to her mom. That's smart. Because sometimes, you know, it goes back to, you know, we talked about last week. Yeah. This painful experience. Yeah. Physio, like, psychosocial factors, mm-hmm. i.e., uh, parents yeah. or you know boyfriend girlfriend those yeah. things play a big part in it and yeah. athletes overlook that that's why they're sports psychologists yeah right or people like you and I or other you know therapists out there that care to listen about what's going on outside yeah you know that plays a part in therapy mm-hmm. if they're stressing a lot that's going to create a painful experience yes and I and, and I think that's why sports psychologists are actually like you know people look at that like why is there a sports psychologist they're actually very important. Super. Super. Important. I mean, I don't know if you've keep, been keeping up with the playoffs, but Ben Simmons, Mm-mm. no, like, like one of the best players in the NBA, mm-hmm. missing free throws like crazy, and they were just really? into the line, and it was all mental. It's all mental. Like, you know, what is going on in his head? What's going on mm-hmm. in his life? You that's know, a good and, point. And so, I mean, that's something that we can get into in another episode, I guess, at that um, talking about mental health and and how it affects us. Oh, I think that's a great, yeah, I think that's Um, a great topic to talk about. mm -hmm. I'm a huge advocate of mental health. Yeah. You know, for all the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when you're talking about having, experiencing a traumatic injury, such as an ACL, which is routine to, to, you know, doctors, but you're talking about this one athlete who loses their scholarship or, you know, whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. that's traumatic. And does that mean their career is over? No, it doesn't. But you're having to get over that mental barrier. Exactly. And, and that and that's the thing, right? If you have an athlete specialize, and and if that's all they do, and then you set up for failure, then that's another mental yeah. thing, right? Like that's if that's else. all they know. If that's all they know, and one day they have an injury, like you or yourself, may be setting yourself up for failure, or you yeah. may be setting up your kid for failure because they don't know anything else. They don't know mm-hmm. that they can do anything else. Yeah, I think, th- see, mm-hmm. just going into that, it, mm-hmm. I don't get chills, but it's, it's, it's super, and I'm passionate about it because it being mental health, because people overlook it. And, you know, there's been conversations had in the past that I've been a part of, mm-hmm. you know, people are, un- are uncomfortable yeah. to talk about like m- personal things. And, and that's fair, yeah. right? Like for me, I think I, I try and find that happy medium when having conversations with athletes, you know, hey, the more I know about 
about you, the the better off we can customize the program, mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be, yeah. right? And some athletes are willing to disclose just about anything. I was like, whoa, you, you can Too stop much. there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have athletes that are like, bro, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, the point is, you know, mental health is important. I think we can definitely dive into that the next episode. Mm -hmm. And really just, you know, I can talk about experiences that I've encountered, experiences mm -hmm. with other athletes. I'm sure you've had experiences yeah. with people that, you know, that can relate on different levels. Those mm -hmm. of you listening you know, this is, this is good opportunities, you know, drop a comment, right. Yeah. And let us know if this is something that you encounter, whether it be, you know, you're a parent right now and you have a kid that you think putting them through one sport and one sport only is the only way. I mean, you're not wrong, but I definitely wouldn't do that. Yeah. And so I don't want to outright say you're wrong, mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm but really, you're wrong. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong, but you're not right. But you're not right. Yeah. There you go. That's <laughs> So, you know, there's a lot more out there that your kids should explore, you know, allow the body to adapt and, and, and grow, you know, one spork is only going to help you develop so many muscles and your body's made up of a ton. Yeah. You know, and, and I didn't really dive into like, you know, you, you mentioned growing, mm -hmm. right? If you have a, a major growth spurt and mm -hmm. you're talking about the peak height velocity deal yeah. and, and, and basically what that is, it's, you know, the period of time in which a child experiences their fastest upward growth mm -hmm. and, and they're trying to figure out how to use how to their, move. Yeah. How to move. Yeah. And we can help with that. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you have a 12 to 14 year old male or 11 to, I believe it's like 10 to 13, maybe even a little older, don't quote me on those age ranges, mm -hmm. but around there is when they start experiencing growth spurts, you know, that's where Edge and I can help yeah. create better motor patterns, exactly. right? Like you, you can, I'm not going to use the word, well, I can't think of anything else. Motor moron. Your child's not no, a moron. No, but motor morons are true. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> the same thing. No, As you know, growing? you know, a very, very good example though. I had a kid, and he went to a lot of doctors and specialists and all this stuff, and uh -huh. both of his knees hurt. And he's a lacrosse yeah, player. Yeah, he's a yeah, lacrosse yeah. player. I have a kid right now. And, and 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 like his knees hurt, his knees hurt, and they're like, oh, he just has ostrich slaughters. Like he'll outgrow it. Of course. Like right, everything. Any, anytime your kid is having pain, and you know, you either put it off to the side, or you, or they'll tell you, oh, he'll grow out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe he won't. Right. Literally, all I did was I figured out that. He was very dominant in his quad. He was loading the quads too much. Mm -hmm. Boom. We start targeting other muscles. A month and a half, six weeks, no pain, back to playing across. And, like, everybody's like, what happened to this kid? This kid was always limping around on the field. And, like, there it all know. comes down to reteaching him how to move. Why? Because yes. he had just hit a big growth sport. Grew, like, He's relearning. Yeah. Like, grew, like, five inches in two months, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, See? That's a good story. Mm -hmm. I have a kid right now. Same same instance. I, could almost, I mean, it's like, I, I don't want to say textbook, mm -hmm. but it's as kids grow don't hear us for saying, you know, that that's the only reason why they're moving poorly, mm -hmm. but I can almost bet Edwin's fit aid and probably everything else he owns that the kid just needs to learn how to move again. Yes. That's all it comes down to. So, you know, bringing it all back in, specializing in sports at a young age, don't do it. No bueno. Yeah. Don't just don't do that. Yeah. Let the kid try as many sports as possible. If they hate it, hey, you tried. Yeah. Right. And then... Come see us, and we'll make sure that they're utilizing all the other muscles properly. But if you can help it, have them try just about any other sport that involves all the body parts. I mean, just have them go through the whole year, school year of seasons, right? Like, you there start your you football, you go into fall, it's basketball, you get out of that, it's uh, soccer, softball, soccer, softball, Soccer baseball. goes forever. Yeah. Golf. Golf. Tennis. Tennis. Mm -hmm. I stink at tennis, but I definitely tried stink it. Stink a lot of things. Oh, whatever. So, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with what Edwin's saying. Let's have you, I challenge you parents out there, you young ones that are listening, 
try a different sport. If you suck at it, if you're really bad at it, laugh it off and just keep trying it. You, yeah. you know, it's going to help you in the end. All right. Thanks for listening, Thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Don't specialize in sports. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where, where you, you come, come first. first.